0: And we join in the line now by Mohammed Nala, analyst at NetBank Capital. Good morning, Mohammed.
1: Morning, Sakina. Morning to the listeners.
0: Now, Mohammed, let's just uh, look at that SAB Miller story. Now, they've been approached by InBev to create uh, the world's largest brewer. Talk to us about that.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it would be very much if we didn't make this the first thing on the agenda. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. Sakina, very simply, <laughs> yesterday, SAB Miller, the stock at one point in time, was up over 20%. I think it ended up still north of 18% on the day. Now, now let's contextualize this for the listeners. I mean, the market was up roughly 3% yesterday. Two-thirds of that, two-thirds of the market's move or the index point move, over a 1,000 points of that, was solely responsible uh, to the move in SAB Miller. And it's because of A, the size of the move, but B, also the size of the company. This is a substantially, I mean, it's, it's one of the largest largest companies on our board, uh, and not surprising I must say because these talks in some respects have been lingering on the horizon for quite some time. They then went away for quite some time and now they're back again. So I- I'm certain that SAB uh, shareholders are quite happy with the nice bump that this has given to their holdings. Uh, but let's again contextualize this. I mean these are the two powerhouses in terms of uh, global brewing. If, if you just have a look at market share I think Indeb makes up around 20% of the, the the global brewers market from a market share perspective SAB Miller making up uh, slightly less than that uh, and then if you have a look at profitability, I mean, arguably, if you if you put these two players together, they will make up roughly 50% of the global brewing market. So they really are looking at creating a, a giant when it comes to, to, to that specific industry. Um, the reason why this deal's actually come to the fore is that the UK have the pretty specific regulations in terms of mergers and acquisitions. Uh, and effectively, you've got to then pre-announce it. It's got to come through. And again, it's, it's called the put up or shut. Cup rule okay. in the UK, mm-hmm. where if, uh, if, if they're not serious, if this deal doesn't come to the fore, uh, InDev would be precluded from reapproaching SAB for a six month time horizon. So let's see how it is. It's still early days, no details are forthcoming. Uh, the word on the street right now is that it's a fully financed deal, uh, and I would be quite surprised. Uh, I mean, you're likely to come up with some sort of opposition when it comes to the competition authorities uh, in various jurisdictions. Uh, but but let's keep an eye out on that. I mean, the, the fact of the matter is that these are two mutually, uh, let's call it this a business with very little overlap between the two, and so potentially uh, this could actually see it being a deal that does get passed uh, and creating a real powerhouse uh, in terms of global brewing
0: very interesting indeed and then uh, south africa's uh, retail sales figures still in the low single digits what does that mean mohammed should we be concerned about this
1: look i mean so you know we've been concerned for for quite some time i mean retail sales uh, it's not surprising to see them being a relatively downbeat, and this is because I don't have to tell you about the pressures that consumers are facing. I don't have to tell you. I mean, we had the SAB's quarterly bulletin where, even though you're seeing a little bit of an uptick in terms of disposable incomes, you're seeing consumers starting to repair their balance sheets, thankfully, uh, and and disposable, uh, I guess, discretionary expenditure really coming off quite sharply. So yesterday we had retail sales growth; it slowed to to three point three percent in July from three point eight percent the previous month. That was slightly ahead of the consensus. Expectations, which were about two and a half percent, but certainly not uh, a signal of any resounding health in, in terms of the SA consumer. If we have a look at the trajectory over the course of the last few years, it has continued to deteriorate. We remain significantly below our long-run average growth rate for that particular sector, and unfortunately, that's likely a trend that I, I certainly expect to persist. Uh, we've got massive headwinds to the South African consumer. We've got consumer sentiment or the consumer confidence being at record low levels. And so if we take all of this into the mix, I, I still certainly think that uh, you know uh, consumers would do well by continuing to tighten the belt. And unfortunately, the risks to economic growth and our GDP number remain to the downside uh, as we head into the latter part of, of this year. I wouldn't be surprised to see our headline GDP number come in at below 1.5%, unfortunately, for, for, for 2015, uh, for the year as a whole. And that's because of all of these negative uh, trajectories and, and direction in terms of retail sales, mining, manufacturing
0: and so forth and then finally muhammad finally it is d-day for the fed today we've been talking about this for months on end so you know are we ready for the hike <laughs> we, we and say i'm saying d-day. the hike I, 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 not I, I, a hike <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know, you know. Sakina, like, you know, I'm hopeful in many respects. They, they've telegraphed us so loudly that if they don't hike at this meeting, I'm, I'm going to roll my eyes because then tomorrow morning we're going to be saying, <laughs> okay, so d Day's moved out to October or it's moved out. You know, so right now, unfortunately, I think markets have rallied quite strongly over the course of the last week or two. You just need to look at the, the reprieve we saw, uh, we found on the rand, and I'm thankful for it, uh, but I get the sense now that markets are actually pricing in for a flat move at the September meeting. I- if they do hike by 25 basis points, you will likely see some pain come through in the shorter term. Uh, I- I've been calling it the singularity because everyone's just fixated on this one specific meeting. The fact of the matter is that there's a much bigger picture at play, and if they don't hike now. They're going to hike at some point in time. The pain will be forthcoming for emerging markets. We've just got to deal with that. We've got to understand that it's coming and we've got to look beyond it and do what is right for South Africa for the longer term. Uh, And unfortunately, that means that some painful decisions need to be made.